everybody out there in Beasy Video, and welcome to another edition of Music Video Land Podcast, uh, the podcast about music videos brought to you by your good friends at imvdb.com, the internet music video database. My name is Adam, one of the people who types things into the database, and then uh, with me, with us, not this time, is Mr. Doug Klinger. He is at South by Southwest. We're going to be calling him later in the show. But he is in a car. He's driving away from South South by Southwest. It's Thursday, March 13th. He's all done with the film and some of the music portion. And uh, we're going to get his thoughts on the uh, on how that went because there was a music video showcase or a music video competition, I guess. And, well, Doug was there for all of it. But uh, we ha- also have, as usual, Mr. Adam Alexander of Fringe Music Fi- Fix. Adam, how are you? I'm good. Hello, hello. So usually we're talking about music videos for pretty much almost the entire podcast, but this week is a little bit of a different case because there's been a lot going on this week in music video news, which usually doesn't happen. Usually the news is just, you know, a few music videos are released. Um, and actually, before we get into this, I w- Adam, I want to congratulate you and Doug on a, on a fine job last week without me um, on the podcast. Yeah, thank you. It was fun. We made it work. Was there? I know there was probably a huge gaping hole, a void in both of your hearts. But I, I know you guys choked through the tears. You fought back, and uh, and you put out a good podcast. And we'll link to that podcast in the show notes for this one. Um. So, uh, on Friday, I guess almost a week ago now, um, we or Doug actually started sending me uh, um, Skype messages with links to tweets from directors who were saying that their music videos would been pulled off of Vimeo.com. Um, Vimeo.com is one of the two uh, sources that we track in the database, aside from YouTube, because that's usually where you're going to find music videos, and they both have similar APIs that give you different data, like the images and view counts and stuff like that. And that's how and, you know all our, our website kind of collects all that information. And... Uh, you, you know, we'd, ha- we'd heard of music videos being taken down, you know, a few here and there over the years. But this was like a kind of an epidemic over a few days. It started on Friday night. Uh, Dave Wilson was the first one that we saw. Um, then Daniels chimed in. Uh, a few days later, Joseph uh, Kahn chimed in and said that mu- music videos were being taken off of his account as well. Um, and we started to realize this was sort of a... Uh, a purge, I guess you will. And the thing is, is that some of them were staff picked. They were pretty high profile music videos. They weren't just, you know, some random music video off in the wild somewhere. These were people, these are high profile directors making high profile videos. Um, and, uh, you know, all of a sudden, even ones that were staff picked were being pulled from the, the site, which is kind of a shock because, you know, we have, uh, you know, many embeds of music videos on the site have that have, you know, a few hundred thousand views. They're, I don't think we have, I'm not sure if we have anything in the millions. I don't know, I don't know if you, if you pay attention to the Vimeo views versus the YouTube views. No, no, not so much. Uh, I, I've actually just started paying attention to views overall, uh, thanks to you guys. But uh, no, I haven't noticed uh, the, the differences between the two services. Well, the in terms of views, you know, if there's a big video, um, you know, uh, they they'll get they'll get views in the millions, and then even a staff music, staff picked music video will get views usually in the hundreds of thousands. So there's a, there's a big difference, and, and usually it's in the tens of thousands and lower on video Vimeo, especially if it's for 
you know, an editor, you know, it's not just directors that upload music videos, it's production companies, it's um, editors, it's uh, um, uh, pretty much anybody, you know, sometimes we've seen like makeup artists, DPs a lot, directors of photography will upload, you know, um, whole music videos. And so, you know, I wrote a little bit, you know, a pretty short article about this, kind of outlining it and um, adding in some of the tweets that we saw. And it kind of blew up for just, you know, we usually don't report on news. I just kind of put this together because I thought it deserved to have sort of a collection where, you know, people could see all these tweets and see what was happening. And I think it has something like 650 likes now, which is, you know, <laughs> for, you know, our blog usually gets, you know, on the high end, you know, 100 likes. So this is a, a, a kind of a, a big bump for us. It seems to have been um, picked up by a lot of filmmaking channels and a lot of directors are pretty angry. And I don't think at Vimeo for this because, you know, as we, we'll talk about later, Vimeo is not really at fault for this. Vimeo is um, acting in a, their own self-interest and their own self-preservation. Um, but they're really you know, having their hand forced by the people who hold the copyrights for the songs that go along with these videos, um, the the record labels. So um, I think the directors are, you know, they were expect, expressed a little bit of frustration at Vimeo, obviously, because that's where they put their trust in, you know, uploading these vi- videos. I think it was great, though. I, I didn't catch any, your timing in, in covering it uh, was, was really good. I actually didn't see anyone else besides some directors mentioning it. It's it, it wasn't a story that I saw covered anywhere like mainstream because, yeah. you know, as I think directors are rightfully upset about and, you know, we had a we've kind of seen this issue bubbling up in a way lately is that uh, kind of a lack of res- respect, I guess, for their for their work and right. for their um ownership of it i think that you know the first tweet that came through was from david wilson and he said you know directors have no ownership i think it's a bit of an ownership issue um and you know so there was you know uh who's a big blog you know complex magazine you know wasn't doing a a blog post of this which is in its own right a kind of testament to the fact that um there isn't enough attention on uh, on the music video the you know the behind the scenes stuff the the director's work and and things like that because it would have had mainstream attention i think if people looked at videos that way but they just kind of see it as a a plug for a song which it is but well it's yeah it straddles the line um between you know and i i mentioned the article it's an awkward thing for vimeo to deal with because they've music videos have existed on sort of a uh informal grounds i guess informal copyright grounds if you remember in 2005 with youtube um you know sort of meteoricized in popularity one of the big issues was copyright um and one of the big uh you know ways that was handled is you know the the now standard safe harbor law or safe harbor defense i guess you'd call it i'm not sure if it's really a law I should, I should preface this by saying I'm not a lawyer and I'm just reading things and, and regurgitating them. But, um, you know, the, the idea was that, you know, YouTube itself uh, made the case that it can't, it itself, because, you know, Viacom and all these other companies, we're, gonna, we're going after YouTube itself saying, you know, you hosted a clip of, you know, The Daily Show, you need to pay us. I mean, you, you YouTube, are responsible for um, the copyright damages as a part of this lawsuit. 
And their argument was the safe harbor ar argument, the now kind of classic safe, safe harbor argument that they provide a platform and that, you know, there is, um, they will respond to takedown requests but because of the size of the platform, they cannot be responsible for each copyright uh, thing. Understanding, yeah. My understanding of, uh, of, the, uh, of that whole bit was that the fact that, uh, that many of these were staff picked music videos was what kind of flagged them and, and because of that, be because they were staff picked, that was sort of a, an acknowledgement of the Vimeo staff that these videos were being hosted on the website. And that's why those may have been targeted. I read some article that phrased it that way, which made sense to me. Well, actually, the, the, so the judge ruled that, um, that Vimeo's safe harbor is still intact. Okay. Even if they look, even if that, because that is, you know, that's one of the, the things that YouTube doesn't have. They don't have this curation team. Vimeo is very, I mean, they're just at South by Southwest, say the Vimeo Theater. They're very into, you know, cultivating this filmmaker community. And one of those, the big aspects of that is these, um, uh, you know, these curators and things like that will go through and like, comment on posts and staff picked up and such and such. Mm -hmm. So the judge ruled that, you know, their safe harbor could be still intact. But, you know, the big thing is, in order to have your safe harbor, you have to respond to DMCA takedown notices. You can't just ignore them. Um, so I think that something must have happened recently where, you know, it was kind of the straw that broke the, the camel's back in a way. I'm not sure what happened, but um, they decided that they had to go ahead and, and take these down, even though they were staff picked. Obviously, you know, their hand was forced. I mean, I don't think anybody in a million years is thinking that, you know, Vimeo wants it this way. Obviously, they staff picked these uh, videos and gave them them sort of the, this branded Vimeo seal of approval. So, I mean, it's got to hurt for them to take take these things down. Um, but anyway, let's let's talk to somebody who is kind of in the situation um, because he is a director, uh, Norton. Um, let's, uh, we're going to call him now. Look at how fancy we are now, Adam. Jeez. This is pretty exciting. Hello? Hey, Norton, this is Adam. Hey, what's up, Adam? Hey, how you doing? Doing good, doing good. How are you? Pretty good. But yeah, we wanted to see if, because uh, I know you've been tweeting about this a lot, and it's on a lot of uh, high-profile directors' minds. Mm -hmm. uh, um, so did you did you have any videos pulled down? No, not yet. Um, but it is it is like worrying to to know um, you know that that's being done and that's something that might keep happening in the future. Mm -hmm. um, and and I understand I understand like both sides I guess, but I just feel like um, it's it's just a little frustrating I guess. And you've seen, I mean, in terms of, you know, the the music video director community, I mean, it's a it's a relatively small community. But would you say this has kind of made a lot of waves in terms of you know people? A lot of people are aware of it. Yeah, I think a lot of people are aware of it, and and, and actually, uh, like my roommate Jackson, who's a DP, uh, I guess all everybody has been talking is directors, but my. My roommate Jackson, um, I told him about it, and he was like, "Oh shit, let me check my website and see if uh, if they took down any of them." And they had they had taken down a passion bit video off of his like personal Vimeo, which is interesting because you know it's it's not going to have like thousands and thousands of views like um, 
and directors like would have. Right. So then that was like staff picked. I think uh, who who is it that had the Passion Pit video taken down? I can't remember. Um, yeah. I think it was Brewer. Um, so you know, obviously, I think there's a. Uh, interesting aspect of that to this in that you know vimeo is not youtube you know they've put a lot of uh effort into sort of curating a community um you know i was wondering what your thoughts were in terms of you know who people are kind of angry at is it is it vimeo or the labels um well i've seen both you know people people from tweeting towards vimeo and then some people have been talking about labels, and, and they're being more careful, obviously, with labels. But um, I just think, like, my personal view on it is just that um, it's something that we kind of, at least I sort of expected a little bit, because um, when when you put a video out, if if you get a whole like a whole amount of views, that's going to compete at some point with. Devo or YouTube, you know, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's it's been sort of a courtesy from labels. Like I always get the okay from labels if I can post it on Vimeo, um, or not. So I, I always feel like it's a courtesy because in our contracts we, we basically it's a work for hire, so we basically don't really have any ownership of. We we can put it on our reel and stuff, which it could be on our website, but. If we wanted, at least in my case, every time I wanted to put on Vimeo, I would get the permission from you know, I don't know, right through the label or something. But um, I feel like it was, it was a courtesy from the label, and now it's just kind of like, it sucks, because it's kind of like all we got left to go pricing now, because <laughs> if you're not going to, you know, if you're not going to make any money off of videos, if you're going to donate your feed and make a better video, and then you can't really even put it on a community-based website, for the chance to get staff picked or get some exposure. Um, that kind of sucks. Um, but, I don't know, I think it, it brought up a number of different issues as well with the industry. Like, uh, what kind of issues? Well, it's the fact that, um, you know, we, we kind of do it for the glory in a sense, like directors, because everybody kind of gets paid and then um, we often don't because, you know, again, we donate our fee to make the video better. And um, So just in that sense that, like, there's something wrong with that if, if you know, some videos are getting millions and millions of views. And I think um, Video Static was saying, like, they make, like, $30,000 $30, per million of views. And um, it's just kind of weird that the director doesn't really making money off of it. In my view, it's, it's, there's something wrong with that system. There is. You know? And so you mentioned the, the contract, and that, that was something that we were interested in, because I, I, as I understand it, you know, the, the director contract, who, who, who are the parties in the contract? Is it you and the label, or is it you with the production company? Uh, I've, signed, I've signed contracts personally, um, but usually I think it's, it's probably between the production company as well. But um, I I don't have any on me. I was trying to get my producer to send me like the latest one, but uh, it wasn't in time. So I I don't remember off the top of my head like exactly what what it said on it. But um, I do. The only thing I remember is that you you can use it for your real purposes, and that's it. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so I just think, to me, it's just like, a, you know, they're, the labels want to capitalize on as much views as they can in the sense of, like, a corporation and, you know, making profits and all that. It all makes sense. But at a more human level and artistic level, that obviously sucks for, for directors. But I think hopefully something will come out of this and people will start, you know, a dialogue on, on what's going on because I think it's important. Um, yeah, because, you know, the one... Th- I think the excuse me the thing that is the larger picture is you know what is the resolution of this because you know up until now there's been sort of this happy medium where directors you know put their music videos on Vimeo and labels kind of look the other way and now Vimeo's hand is being forced obviously Um, I don't think anybody can make the argument that they they want to do this um, although I'm sure it's a bunch of legal hassle for them I mean do you see any sort of Resolution, or what would be what would be sort of a, a a resolution for you? Would it be just well, like a di- would it be just more of more of a dialogue or going to a different platform? Yeah, I mean, I don't know of any resolution. The the only thing that would probably make the if, if you want to make labels happy, then for for a bigger artist that they own, they would be happy putting a um, a commercial before your video on Vimeo, which would be you know, against everything that Vimeo stands for and against what I would personally want as a director. Like, I don't want people to go on my website and see a commercial before mm-hmm. the video. That's, that's why we put the, we embed the Vimeo link and not the YouTube link and also because of quality and all that. But I don't really see a resolution in, um, in the Vimeo issue. Um, yeah, I'm not very optimistic in that sense. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't seem like everybody's. I, yeah, I guess the thing that is disturbing about this is the fact that there doesn't it doesn't seem to be anything on the horizon when the labels are like, "Well, okay, go ahead and put the you know put the music videos back up." We're just joking. We just want to scare you guys. Um, yeah, I mean, we have no legal grounds. Like, we signed contracts that say that we can't, you know, we can't put this up. And and yeah, I mean, it's a so naive and, and it kept happening and, and it was great until like they finally um, put their foot down instead of turn, looking the other way like you said I just I find it it's kind of a funny thing because uh, like the music industry as a whole like everyone really the big picture is that everyone's working together to kind of gain exposure for these artists and, and these music videos and to, the big thing to me would be to sell some music and whether the video is hosted on YouTube, where there's obviously some added revenue with advertising and stuff like that, you'd think that uh, if a director, which I think it's important to differentiate, it's not just a regular fan that's putting these on Vimeo. It's like it's somebody that worked on the video. You'd think that the label would just see that as more exposure for the for the artist and the song, but I guess everyone's kind of fighting. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's a really good point that you're making. Um, and in particular, I think the Vimeo audience is a lot different than the YouTube audience, and that's a really strong point because it's um, you know it's more artist oriented and it's kind of like tastemakers, if you will. And not necessarily that doesn't necessarily happen in YouTube. So I think it's if they keep doing this, I don't think it's going to be great for anyone in, in the long run because. 
probably people that saw it on, on Vimeo, I don't know if they would necessarily go to YouTube right away, you know what I mean? I don't know. I think yeah, I think it's very. If you, one look at the YouTube comments will tell you, YouTube is a very different place. Um, and yeah. plus, you'll see an ad. You know, I get ads for all sorts of crazy crap before, before music videos. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes I, they make me sit through the whole thirty-second ad. I don't. I know they got to make money, but anyway. Um, yeah. Well, well, thank you very much, Norton, for talking with us. This is this is great. We really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, man. Um, thank you. On the other side of the cards, we have South by Southwest, and our own Douglas Klinger, who is usually on this very podcast, was at South by Southwest, um, covering the music video portion. They have three music video screenings, and he went to the one on Tuesday um, that started it all, which is really fun. I'm actually sad I missed that, because South by Southwest has such amazing facilities to show these music videos, so you end up seeing even videos that you've seen before on the big screen and like one of the in in the nice theater there is awesome. So Doug's yeah. been hanging out with directors and stuff. Uh so let's give him a call. Let's do it. And I think he might be he might be driving. Hello. So Doug, are you so you're leaving South by Southwest now? I am. I'm uh currently on the road driving away from Austin, Texas. Um, in in a very sad state. Uh, and why why so sad? Um, because I'm because South by Southwest is super fun. As is Austin, uh, Austin, Texas is a fun town. So you know, upset. It's a it's a it's a place that um, that one of the things that it does is uh, celebrate music videos. So why wouldn't I like it? So give us a little rundown of the music video portion, because I know you attended the screening uh, on Tuesday, and I've also kind of uh, hung around with a few music video directors your time there. How, how was uh, this this year's screening? Um, the screening was was great. It, a lot more people were there at this year's um, premiere of the music videos than, than there were last year. Um, last year it was, uh, Adam, if you remember, about 75% filmmakers maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, this year, there was about as many filmmakers up on the stage, but it was still a full house. There were there were hundreds of people there for sure, wow. and so that was good. Now they took a day, they took a day off. Last year, there were three um, days that they screened the music videos, and this year that they only did two. So that might have contributed to some of it. It was also later in the week, however, the same time of day. Um, 11, 11 a.m. But uh, it was it, it was a good turnout. Some of the directors that were there um, were Saman Kesh, um, Brandon Tremor, um, Ian and Cooper, who ended up winning for their video for Back to Me by Joel Compass. Um, uh, Tally Medell, who is not a filmmaker, she's a, um, the actress in the Daniels Cry Like a Ghost video by Passion Pit. She's the, the girl, the main character, the girl who, who dances in that video. Um, uh, Isaac Bauman, director of photography, was also um, in the in the house. So uh, there's a lot of people there. They answer questions, and I took photos of them answering questions. And you'll be able to look at those photos um, hopefully <laughs> tomorrow. But it's the latest on Monday. Um, and uh, so that, that that's that kind of. And, and uh, you know, obviously it's great to watch, as always, music videos on the big screen. And uh, this was no different. And 
Um, it was even cooler. This was like a real movie theater. Like, um, it's one of those movie theaters where they serve you food, and they had all of those people there, like, serving serving people food during the screening and stuff. It, which, that's how you know that you've made it, if they're serving food during your movie. And so... Or, do, or during your music video. Exactly. During your, and during your anything. If you present something <laughs> and they decide to serve food... And, and and French press coffee during it, then uh uh you're you've made it. So um I uh I enjoyed that. I got a free water and <laughs> it was brought right to me. And so that was cool. And then and then in addition to that there were a few other things at South by that were um that had some music video elements to them, particular particularly um a screening that was yesterday, Wednesday evening Actually, it was Wednesday, like mid-afternoon, and that was a Vimeo staff pick screening. Um, and um, um, they screened a couple of music videos there, as well as a short film by Simon Cash, who typically directs music videos, so it is relevant. Um, and some of the directors that were there were um, also uh, Isaac Bauman and Abteen for their music video um, uh, by board nothing uh something you sound Someone sure with about a computer. that <laughs> so well i'm driving a car <laughs> so i have a computer in front of me to verify the board nothing video i'm pretty sure is the one we talked to Abstein about it not long ago on video chat so the, actually we were just talking to norton Norton Director. I know, uh, director is not his last name, but I feel compelled to call him Norton Director. No, no but he just puts that on his uh, Facebook or Twitter or something. That's why. Yeah. Um, Norton, direct, Norton Director. So we were talking about the Vimeo thing, and, um, you know, uh, Adam and I were talking about, you know, last Friday, these, these uh, tweets started coming out and people's stuff was being taken down. We posted our story on Monday. And then, you know, there are a lot of music video directors there, and, there, and, you know, Vimeo is a big part of South by Southwest. They have a big presence there. They have the Vimeo Theater and all that. Um, was there, did you hear or or see anything regarding the music video takedowns, or was it pretty much just business, well, business as usual? It was certainly a topic of conversation among the directors who I talked to and saw there. Oh, um, Isaiah Surratt also just, you know, to go back to that thing, he was also um, one of the people who screened and was at the screening um, and, and part of the Q and A. And he, uh, we we um, we had a after the Vimeo screening, all of um, most of the music video directors that were in town uh, all came back and all recorded some music video commentary um, for some of the music videos they've directed, and that's an upcoming feature that we teased last week on this podcast. And um, they all came back to record commentary. There was a bunch of directors and a couple of DPs and um, uh, producers, and they all came back to, to record these commentaries. And Vimeo did come up. And, you know, most most people were hoping for to find a solution. Um, the directors want to continue to host their videos on Vimeo. And Vimeo wants to have them in one way or another. You know, they want to continue to serve this community, it, it would appear. And so, you know, they they, um, they 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 are trying to find a solution. And, and maybe that solution, you know, some of the things you hear people talking about was maybe the directors will 
be allowed to put the video on private and just have it on their website and not have a display on Vimeo, not have a display on any of the Vimeo channels, obviously, not have a display on IMDb, obviously. Just, you know, have it only on the director profile so that they can showcase their work. Hmm. I don't know how much value that brings because you still have to credit people's names. You know, the biggest, one of the biggest problems people seem to running into is they want to credit people's names with the video embed, and this still doesn't allow you to do that if the video's not on Vimeo.com. So that's, that's one of the things that you, you've heard people talking about. Now, I don't know what you guys talked about with Norton, but did you guys uh, talk about Dan Kwan's tweet today? A little bit, yeah. Um, he mentioned, uh, I don't know if it'll be cut out, but he just mentioned that uh, uh, he well, Dan Kwan was crediting people on Twitter, and you tweeted that uh, um, that there that maybe there's a website that, that has your video. Yeah, credits. right. Well, yeah, I did tweet that. I, but but yeah, I was just but I just thought that was funny. And so, but the the one 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 note in addition to him tweeting credits is that he tweeted this time he tweeted. Um, my video, uh, my video, or excuse me, the label won't let us put our video on Vimeo. So this is the first time, while lots of people have been talking about getting their music videos pulled from Vimeo, this is the first time that we've seen a director talking about not being allowed to upload it in the first place. And I think that's very interesting. That implies that they there was a conversation, at least to me, it would appear as if there was a conversation and, and, and they flat out asked, can we post this to Vimeo? And we're told no. And so um, that's an, an interesting addition. That, that What that means is um, this is definitely ongoing and more things can, ha- can and may happen. And, and, and directors, until there's some sort of solution met, it would appear that directors are going to going to be told to not upload their videos to Vimeo anymore, and that would be really unfortunate. That would be really unfortunate, um, and it would be it would it would change a lot. I mean, it, and it's taking it, it appears to be taking away, you know, one of the only things that the music video directors are really holding holding. What with much significance. I mean, you know, you've seen complaints about they don't get a lot of budget, they they don't get much creative freedom, they don't get much recognition, and the one of the premier places that they're being recognized appears to be being taken away from them. And you know, people talk about how it's just one label now, and and or maybe it's just a few labels. It appears to be specific labels and specific types of videos, but you know. This is, perfect, this is a prime example of a slippery slope. I mean, any label will then have precedence to say, take these videos down. So, um, and I've seen directors talking about other, other places, trying to find, you know, seeing if Dailymotion or, or some other video hosting websites are a solution for them, that they're going to abandon Vimeo. And uh, I have seen I've seen directors talking about that stuff. So it's well, it's really interesting. But for what it's worth, um, the people that we talk to at the label seem to continue to be interested in having people credited for videos. We still get videos. Uh, we still get credits sent to us from labels 
Um, and so, you know, I, I, I can't really get to the bottom of like what it's, what it's all about unless it's just about the, you know, it's definitely not the labels like not wanting directors to get credits. Although in Dan Kwan's tweet, it also said, uh, they won't put the credits in the Vivo. Hmm. So it's very, it's, it's clearly still unfolding. This maybe, is the, we should, um, this, maybe we should mention this is the, too. Oh, go ahead there. I was just gonna make a dumb analogy and say that this is the this is the missing jet of music videos, but <laughs> you should have you should, you should not have let oh. you should let you should not have let me uh, say that. But 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 continue. What were you saying? Yeah, I was just gonna say one quick thing. Maybe we should mention for people that are listening that that might not really be like sort of understanding what the difference is to have these videos on YouTube or to have a director have them on on a platform in one place. I think the directors kind of use this as a as a portfolio of their work um, to kind of use in in showing off what they do and potentially securing future jobs too. So I think that's why this is important for the directors because they can host all their stuff in one neat little place and uh, in a commercial free place as well so maybe we should just make and there's a yeah and there's a there's a significant filmmaker community on vimeo that vimeo has worked very hard to cultivate and 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 encourage and that's what the staff picks were all about it was about bringing making a filmmaker community and recognizing the people who make awesome stuff within that community and I think the problem is that that community got too big the community got too large and now people want to make money off that community and 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 Vimeo you know is is only you know is looking it obviously does make money off the community but in a in a different way um and you know it's it's, uh, it, it makes it complicated when that, that type of stuff gets involved, when there's so, so much popularity involved with Vimeo, you know, I think that that's, that's a big part of it. It's, it's, it's done its job so well that now it can't do its job anymore. So, um, yeah, it's really, it's really, but that's a big part of it too, is the community that exists on Vimeo. When somebody uploads a video to YouTube, even if it's a director, the, the people who are commenting are going to be commenting about the musician, and they're going to be commenting gross, stupid, dumb things. It's like it's not going to be the type of comments that you get in from the community on Vimeo, which is filmmakers who are encouraging and and understand things, and are and are friends, and are and are opinions that are respected, and are people. And that's not what it is on YouTube, and that's that's a clear distinction between the two as well. So um, they're not people. Yeah, it, it, it's <laughs> yeah. really interesting. Um, so yes, we did talk about that a little bit at South by Southwest, and so it was um, no, it was fun and interesting. Now, were Daniels at South by Southwest? No, no, Tally was their uh, representative um, out here for that video, and she actually got during the question and answer period at the music video screening. She got more questions than anybody, which hmm. is interesting. They asked the most questions about that video, and obviously, and, and specifically about her of that video and that kind of thing but I thought that was interesting another one that really went over well with the audience was, was Brandon Drimmer's um, one with the gar- with the gremlin what's that one Adam? oh Nebroglobicon yeah that one that one <laughs> that one was 
that one was really well received. Well, that's, and, a, that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's a crowd pleaser. That is an unbelievable video. Um, and and that, it, fits right in, it fits right into South by, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I, th- let me, I think it's Denver Globalcon. Um, and that is the um, – Brandon Dermott does a lot of uh, work with uh, Jean Lejoie, and he is in that video. I right. Think he plays a bartender. Yeah, right. A little, a little sneaky character right in there, right in there, right. Um, um, and so oh, – uh, what was I going to ask? Um, so right after I – think, I think it was yesterday? Yesterday, Wednesday. So the day after the music video screening, this um, – Turn down for what video? DJ Snake featuring Little John, Little Little John, not Little Juan, um, was released directed by Daniels, and uh, I don't think I've ever seen like a music video like as shared as much among the people that I like, among the people that I know. Like everybody, just people that have no connection to music videos in my Twitter feed were just uh, just amazed by this video. Um, yeah, that's so fantastic, really. It yeah. is. This yeah. was uh, this was actually Fringe's most popular video share ever. Um, we got like tons and tons of retweets, and uh, DJ Snake retweeted it, and then it just like a chain effect after that. And I had to wait a day to watch it because it wasn't available in Canada. And I just clicked on the video now, and it's private, so I don't know what's going on with that. Oh but... no, it's not. Pr- Hold on, let me check that. Yeah, try it out. Oh. Internet, god damn it! This, I get it. This video is private. Tweet this. Right wow, now. really? Turn that. Wait, hold on a second. Let me have this right because it's a little hard to hear on a on a cell phone. Are you telling me that turned down for what is on the internet right now? It does not appear to be on the internet right now. Holy fucking shit! I'm I'm gonna pull over. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta tweet. That's it. crazy. Dog, breathe. I'm in the I'm in the middle of Texas. There are no lights on this road. Uh, and I'm gonna pull over because that's that's insane. Uh, that's insane. What the heck happened? Let's play. You guys punched in Norton and you punched in me. Um, uh, punch in, punch in Lil John. Find out. <laughs> he does follow us on Twitter now. Um, well, let me just uh, let me just see if there's if they just switched the version. Um, for but that that it had to have racked up a lot of views. Um, yeah. What the heck? So, I, I can't believe they took Dan Guan's Dancing Phoenix off the internet. I mean, yes, I can. <laughs> I'm gonna hold on. I'm tweeting a picture of this uh, of, of this screen. All right, so tweet to, take a picture of the screen and have the tweet just be a sad face. I know so you hate emojis, but come on. Uh, I, I have to, uh, hold on a second. I have to look at my phone because I need to use it to also get directions. This is weird for, for podcast first. That's, a, that's okay. Up. For those TV track at home, I'm 17 miles from I-10 week east, so that's cool. <laughs> Let's, okay, I'm, I've got a big map on of the U- U.S. on the wall. I'll put a... Yes, yeah, so mark me off there, I-10 east. Um, yeah. It was good. Um, that's insane. That video. So are we done talking about South by Southwest? By the way, no more talk. Well, do you have anything else to add? I, 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 I have. Well, we... I just think it's fun. I mean, if we. I also had some more fun interviews today that I didn't talk about. I guess we can just wait until those come out, and I won't talk about them. Hmm. Uh, so that's what we'll do. Yeah, I think uh, I think we'll wait for the interviews to come out. Um, you talked to Meg Myers. Meg Myers just followed us on Twitter, and you talked to her today. And you found well. Hold on, we should tell this because so a little bit of background. Doug and I are from 
South Florida. Grew I, I was I'm from Canada, but I grew up in in Coral Springs, Florida. And you hung out a little bit today with Meg Myers, and uh, tell us what happened. Yeah, so um, I got to first see her perform a short set, and then um, yeah, we talked to her a little bit about her music videos, and um, she uh, yeah, I I actually had known that she had spent some time in South Florida. I wasn't sure for how long, and I didn't know what part. And um, I just mentioned it to her after we ha- after the interview that I was from South Florida, and I knew that she had spent the time there. And she's like, oh, wow, you're from South Florida? I spent eight, eight years there. And uh, she's like, yeah, I lived in Coral Springs. And I'm like, wow, you lived in Coral Springs? That's that's fantastic. And she asked, like, she's like, is it any is it any nicer down there now? And I was like, nope. Uh, way worse. Way worse. So, but it was really great, and sh- and uh, it was a lot of fun. Obviously, Meg Myers is, um, it makes some fantastic music videos, and uh, it was really interesting to talk to her. I've, I've interviewed both Elliot Sellers and J- uh, Jordan Bat about the two videos that they've each directed for her, and it was really interesting to get um, another uh, her perspective on those. So that was fun. And um, so yeah, then I talked to some other artists today too. Vance Joy, I talked to Vance Joy about his most recent music video, and then I had, um, um, I, uh, fuck it, shit, hold on. And I had, <laughs> uh, I had Abrina uh, record a few um, video commentaries on some of her music videos as well. So. Artist and director and producer and DP video commentaries all got recorded while in Austin. So if you like stuff, I'm coming back with it. You get a whole recorder full of that stuff. That's going to be great over the next week. We'll get to hear those. And uh, David Wilson said, uh, shut down for what in all caps? Um, shut down for what? <laughs> uh, I think I think everyone knows the answer to that question. So, um, yeah. So- that's weird. That's horrific. So we're at a. We're. I think we're pretty much good on time here. I think. Um, for okay, I'm glad you guys brought me in. Thank you. And well, I have one question. Did you watch the Florida Georgia Line movie uh, music video where they're riding around in a truck? No. Oh, okay. No. That's... I'm so sad. I did. Turned down for what is pretty much the only music video that came out this week that I was able to watch. How was the Banks music video, you guys? Banks video is stellar. Fantastic, yeah. I just wrote a blog post on that. And then there's also a good Ryan... There was a good um, um, Ryan Steak video that came out this week. Is that true? Mm-hmm. Uh, Palm That's cool. Ryan Steak had a... I, I, I'm blanking on the name of it. Let me look it up real quick. Um, I, I'm a little lost on the website. Ah, okay. Here we go. You're lost on our website. I, I, well, I had to find the new, the new little thing to get where I wanted. To lost on the there. website. There, I found it. Crossing borders, um, directed, yeah, directed by uh, Ryan Stake. Yeah, that was a, another great, uh, great music video. So, um, yes, that one was cool for sure. So, uh, so yeah, Doug. So you have you've provided a valuable insight to us, but now we think you should bring put your uh, eyes back on the road. Are, are you? You're not. Okay. Dri- you're not driving overnight, are you? No, I'm just gonna drive until I'm uh, until I'm tired, and then get into a hotel room, guys. So yeah, no, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna drive for just for a couple of hours, just, just try to get out of Texas and and maybe find a shitty hotel slash casino somewhere in Louisiana. 
Well, and I'll lose whatever money I have left. Well, Doug, uh, stay safe, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. Say bye. 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 <clears throat> well, there we go. That was Doug. So in the last uh, few minutes, should we mention some music videos that we think people should watch, Adam? Oh, uh, we could, yeah. Um, we hit on the big ones, the Banks one, and uh, if if that one comes back, everybody has to watch that DJ Snake video. I'd like to know what's going on with that. That's uh, Yeah, that's sad. I, I don't like it when that happens. But, um, yeah, then there was the Crossing Borders one. You may have seen the, the very distinctive still that we pulled from it where it's like it's like a kind of like a ball yeah, um, yeah, and uh, the and they did that really interesting photography with um, a, th- a special type of camera. Th- I think it's called three sixty camera, and um, an aerocopter, which we've actually had to add all sorts of aerocopter um, uh, credits to our credit like pre like prefixy credit list um, to accommodate that because it's such a common common thing now. People are really getting into that. Um, and yeah, that was. I think those are they're my favorites uh, from the week. Did you, Adam? Do you have any ones that you? Uh... Um, a couple more that are probably worth mentioning real quick. Uh, Chella had a new video this week for the song Zero. Um, that one is definitely really cool. I would check that one out. And then uh, this morning we had Maya Jane Coles drop a cool video where she's kind of like a reptilian lady who sheds her skin and stuff. And that one's definitely worth watching too. Oh, interesting. I didn't see that one. I'll have to check yeah, that one out. Check. Oh, yeah, it's cool. It's creepy. And uh, we if should you all... Oh, if, sorry, you, if, you, uh, if, you, if you don't like snakes, avoid that one. That one's, it's snaky. <laughs> snaky. So, and we should also mention, if you're still with us, that uh, on... Uh, I guess I, it would be Wednesday night? Yeah, Wednesday night we released a brand new version of IMVDB. And um, I, I'm going to post something a little bit more in-depth about this tomorrow. Um, but uh, you know everything looks different. You know there's a, there's a few new features, including some uh, a channel feature that I'm excited about. But um, I think the the big takeaway from this that I'm excited about as a developer is that pretty much from f- f- down to a very very basic level, IMVDB has been rewritten. Um, uh, there's all there, there's a concept of technical debt. Technical debt is something that weighs you down as you keep going forward and you want to do more complicated things. And if you have an older code base or you didn't plan for those things, then you can be weighed down and that can kind of make you less agile as a website. And uh, we wanted to to kind of invest in paying off our technical debt and uh, really kind of creating something that that will grow with us in the future. And this is that website. So um, check it out. you know, maybe next week we'll talk a little bit more about the other features, including a new one uh, the, that is yet to be be launched. Well, there's a, a bunch of stuff that is yet to be fully launched, um, that the uh, commentary feature, as well as a secret feature that, I, that is actually, if you are paying attention, is actually launched internally on the site. But is not public yet, and that's I think that is the the, the biggest one we have. Uh, so anyway, we'll talk to you next week, Adam. Thank you for joining us. Once again. Yeah, and thanks for having me again. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. 